You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. This is Chad Hunsberger, and with me today is David Leonard. How are you doing, David? Hey, I'm doing well. Yeah, he is the... I made it. Yeah, you did. You made it to the Christ on All podcast, man. Yeah, this is big. Yeah, well done. Well done. Uh, so if you have been listening for a while, then you know that uh, we've taken the last few weeks off uh, as uh, Matthew Smith is kind of transitioning to lead pastor of Cross Community Church that has launched since uh, the last recording. And so, uh, yeah, we are glad to, to kind of start a new season of Christ and All podcast. And one of the things we're going to do is a, uh, we've done this before, but kind of a series within the series that every once in a while, we're going to come back and uh, to a different psalm and discuss some of the the things to glean from that psalm. Um, and David and I have been talking about doing this before, and so instead of like creating a separate podcast just to talk about psalms, we're going to, um, yeah, include that in here. So every every so often, uh, David will be back on here, and we'll talk a little bit about a particular psalm. Um, I'm going to throw this out as my own like personal pet peeve before at the start of this series. It is it, it is the book of psalms, yes. Correct. But it is each one of them is a psalm. Also correct, yes? Yes. Yes. So that means it is they are not chapters. It is Psalm one is the one we're going to talk about today. So or, if I say Psalms one, I'm not coming back for <laughs> Psalm two. <laughs> right. And it's like okay, I don't know. Okay. Well, well we'll see how this first one goes. Um but yeah, so that's a funny little pet peeve. But what we want to do is really just look at uh, again, we've kind of selected some different psalms over the year that we want to look at, and uh, we wanted to start with the first one as a as a kind of a beginning. We've actually got a series coming up on our Sunday nights yes, yes. in the fall, yep. looking at some of our favorite yep. psalms. And I'm really excited about that. In fact, uh, there's several elders going to preach those. David's going to preach one of those. Uh, Drew Baum's going to preach one of those. And so uh, I look forward to getting to sit, so to speak, sit in the congregation and and learn uh, from from some of our brothers there. So looking forward to that. Um, so Psalm 1, I want to read that to us, and then uh, David, I'm going to let you jump in to uh, kind of giving us some, some insight. So it says this, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yield its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. So, David, uh, what, what are some of your just initial thoughts about this psalm? What, what kind of jumps out to you? I think the, the part that, uh, that probably people remember the most is at verse 3, about the, the tree planted by the streams mm-hmm. of living water. But um, I think one of the, the, and hopefully what we'll be doing with this is uh, 
really looking at each each line and just kind of not deep diving into each one, sure. but sort of what what do we see? Where does it where does the mind where does you know our mind go whenever we read things? And um, I did this uh, last year, walked through each psalm and just picked a verse that stood out and wrote about it, and mm-hmm. you know just see where it takes you. And the one that that I had initially kind of keyed in on was at verse 2, his delight uh, is in the law mm. of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Uh, and it just reminded me as I was writing about that of my own inability to have kept the law yeah. fully. And and it's funny how, like, it, it's a very, like, I mean, it's a, it's a bright psalm, I think, when you read, even though it talks about wickedness mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, evil and stuff like that, it's it's one that, you know, you're often sort of encouraged by. But uh, when I was reading this, I was just reminded that that I'm un- unable to keep the law uh, and that that I'm a sinner, but that Christ uh, fulfilled the law. And uh, like some of the verses that, that I'd written down here uh, where Jesus is like, hey, I didn't come to get rid of the law and prophets. Mm-hmm. So I came to not to abolish them, but to fulfill them, right. Matthew 5. But then in, in Romans 8, which um, uh, verses 3 and 4, uh what the law could not do, weak as it was through the flesh, God did, sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, offering uh, an offering for sin. He condemned sin in the flesh that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. But this idea that, that uh, you know, I, I couldn't do it, I'm weakened by the flesh, but that Christ has done it, and that uh, our faith in Him, following Him, we follow the one who, who kept the law, who fulfilled the law, and we get that righteousness, yeah. Like it's given to us. Um, and now, you know, why wouldn't we delight in it? Yeah. Why wouldn't we delight in a God who is that gracious to us? Why wouldn't we sit and consider His ways and consider what He's called us to do, what He asks us to do? Well, I think I think one of the things about verse two in particular is that delight word, right? That, one of your favorites. Yeah, I do enjoy that word. Uh, but but I think part of it is is so much of whether it's culture or whatever that kind of tells us that um, that obedience is like there's a there's a sense of like begrudging, right? So so whenever we see like law, we think uh, like that, that's that's cramping my style. I want to go. I want to speed. So now I'm going to break the law if I speed. It, it's not. It's not convenient for me. So, so when I look at the law of when I hear law, I automatically like cringe at it. But what the psalmist here is saying, no, like it's it's delight in the law. It's delight in the boundaries that the Lord has set up. It's delight. It's it's that means we find joy in it, in a in a different way. And I think that's um, like it's it's more fulfilling to us than maybe we realize it is. I. I like even that word law, like I think we do have like negative, uh, you know, sort of it gets colored in negatively because there's so many laws and it's like they're the ones that you want to break. That sure, sure. That they're like their little law, like I'm going 35 and a 30 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nobody's around. Or do I have to stop all the way at a stop sign at nine o'clock when, mm-hmm. you know, those little things like that. But that you think about like the laws of like nature. And the mm-hmm. law, like things that are just true, right? That we've observed, but they're just they are like gravity. It just is. Like yeah. it's a it's a law. It's something where it's uh, you know these laws that that God. It certainly is like these 
these guardrails that are for our good, that are helpful, that, you know, help us avoid the pitfalls of sin um, and the, the terrible things that come out of that. But, but also it's like, this is how, this is, they're almost like laws, I guess, that they're born of, of his, uh, his perfect design, like what he wanted, what, what is, is true, what is good, what is, you know, all of those things that, that uh, delighting in, in how God intended uh, things to be, like delighting in uh, being peaceful and being loving and being kind and being generous and caring for those who do not have and, you know, clothing those who are naked and, and you know, caring for the... Like, yeah. all of these things, like, are, are good things, and they're good because God says they're good. And, you know, so it's like... It, I wouldn't even. I it's. It, I think we can get that word law kind of mixed in with like just lesser mm-hmm. laws that are those kind of peripheral things. You sure. Know? But. Well, I, I think we we not that we passed over verse one, but I do think it's helpful. Verse one feels a little bit like a proverb, right? Uh, in some sense, like this is what will happen. Right. So you're blessed if you don't walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of scoffers. Like this is, this is a blessing that's coming. So it feels a little bit like a proverb. And then real quick, it, it, it uh, kind of verse two kind of changes the the tone by using a word like delight and that kind of stuff. Um, but, but again, so with what can I ask you yeah, a question? Yeah. with first one, because we've, I think we've probably talked about this, but uh does the 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 tension of um being like the the whole in the world not of the world uh-huh. and well Jesus hung out with sinners right you know and does that mean that like we don't do that and yeah that that idea that like I think it's so important to look at though even the words chosen right so when what what the psalmist is not saying is blessed is the man who never talks to the wicked. Right. Blessed is the man who never stands across the street from a sinner. Not not at all. What instead it's like we're not getting counsel from the wicked. We're not we're not uh, yeah we're living with, but it doesn't mean that we like uh, are are abiding with the right. the sinner and the scoffer. And so there's a there's a different picture there when. When, again, even sitting in the seat of scoffers, that's the idea that you are like joined at the hip with them. You, you share a seat. You yeah. share a position. You share a, an understanding of the way of life. Yeah. So what's the opposite of that? Verse 2, delight in the law of the Lord. Yeah. You, you can't delight in the law of the Lord and take counsel from the wicked because we, you don't. You take counsel from the law. So, um, and what's fun, it's always funny whenever we read this because I was asking that because, uh, that whole thing of like, you know, Jesus was with sinners and he, he hung out, but it's like, you're forgetting who you are in the story. (laughs) Like if you read these, whenever you read sinners are like, blessed is the man who, who would not have talked or gotten advice from you when you were yeah. a sinner. Like he was good to avoid you. Like yes. you were that, you were that scoffer. Yeah. You, you were, were that not sinner. Jesus in this scenario. You yeah, are the like scoffer. It's, it, it, you get to like almost read the verse, you know, on the other side, like putting yourself in yeah. that. That's good. Yeah. So like you mentioned kind of on the, the onset, I get verse three is kind of where hmm. people are often drawn. And this, this happens 
so often in the Psalms, and I think you and I have talked about this a lot. The Psalms is such a good, rich place to go. I, I would just uh, encourage you as uh, believers who are listening, non-believers for that matter, you can, there is such richness in the Psalms to like be encouraged. Uh, th- there's rich truth. And so uh, this kind of becomes very poetic, right? And in some ways that poetry speaks to us differently, it feels like. Uh, but he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Uh, again, that that to me is kind of that poetic uh, thought that we can kind of wrap our minds around a little bit. One one uh, resource that if if people have not gone to it before, but the Treasury of David mm-hmm. uh, by Charles Spurgeon. Spurgeon. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about unpacking the verses. There were two quotes that about this verse that I loved when I was looking at it. Uh, one, and I would have blown right past this, but uh, he's like a tree planted. He said, this is not a wild tree, but a tree planted, which means it was chosen. It mm-hmm. was considered property. It was cultivated. It was, it's like, mm-hmm. we've been planted by streams of living water. This is not by chance, or we just happened to yeah. to place ourselves that like we have been put in the ground next to this and then this uh this other thing the the plural of streams of hmm. of water and i think other translations have rivers right. of water and he's he's almost like you don't uh you've if one river you know runs out you've got plenty to go he said but rivers of pardon rivers of grace rivers of the promise rivers of communion with christ and a never failing source sources of supply and how incredible That's that good. is. Like, I mean, just uh, the picture of like, a, we're trees that have been planted, like we're, we're his property now. And he's put us next to those streams mm-hmm. of grace, those streams of communion with him. And they're never failing sources of supply. So then obviously as it, in contrast, you go to the next and, and those that are not planted, those that are not brought into this family in the, that way, mixing metaphors, but like, yeah. uh, those, those that are not there, they're like chaff. chaff. I mean, that's as like nothingness as it gets. I mean, they yeah. are, they're Useless. dust. Yeah. They are just like the, I think of like almost since it's the opposite, it makes me think of like what comes out of like a wood chipper, you know, it's yeah. like, it's just like dust in the wind, uh, that, that the wind just poof, like blows away. That, yep. that kind of picture to me is is total opposite of like the oak tree that's firmly planted by the streams of water yeah. that has richness and so um and the it's good the the uh, I was I'm not a, a tree guy uh, <laughs> but uh <laughs> I like trees but I'm not uh that's not what I'm uh I don't spend my free time looking and thinking about trees much but but the funny thing with tre- I was I was actually reading about this because of the it yields its fruit in season that like going back to this verse but kind of how mm-hmm. it ties to the next verse um you know we're right now it's it's August but in like what two months the trees like all the leaves are going to be changing mm-hmm. we get these beautiful like red and orange and but but when that's happening uh the the tree and this is like one of those incredible like God's design mm-hmm. moments that the tree knows that unideal weather is coming. 
that that a season is approaching, that the the air is drier, it's it's like not ideal conditions coming in. And so what the tree starts to do is it starts to pull out all of the chlorophyll and all of the good stuff out of the out of the leaves back into the tree so that it has nutrients to survive the summer and and so that it can keep its water longer so that the tree and the roots and everything live. And then those, uh, you know, there's cells that, that the tree has that cuts off the leaves, mm-hmm. like basically like scissors mm-hmm. and drops them. And those leaves have nothing left at that yeah. point. And you're almost like this lifeless, what was once beautiful and living, it's just nothing. Yep. It's, it's useless. It, it will not provide any nourishment to anything. It's just, you know, get your rake out and yeah. like, you know, yeah. and go for it. But that idea of like being this dead thing, this chaff that just a breeze comes in and carries you away mm-hmm. and you're totally forgotten, yep. you know, like you have no, uh, you have nothing to offer. You are like the, the, you know, those who we read in verse one, like you're just, yeah. you offer nothing. You do not offer life. You do not offer any good things. That's, whew, that was good. I'm glad you, even as a non-tree guy, yeah, learned that fact. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I am a tree guy. I just didn't, I wanted to be modest. Yeah, of course. Um, okay, so as we kind of wrap this up, as, as we think about the last couple verses, therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, uh, the, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. There is, even to that point, um, there there is a righteousness that is given to us by Christ uh, that that allows us to live, right? Versus a wickedness which is like that chaff that just it, it is lifeless. It offers nothing, uh, nothing, nothing of fruit, nothing of benefit. And so we want what Christ has to offer. And uh, again, going back to Him fulfilling the law, right? Not not abolishing it. Um, any any additional thoughts there? No, I just I love how it starts with, uh, you know, you're blessed if you're not standing in the council of the wicked, if you're not rubbing shoulders with the wicked. And we want to be the ones that, in verse 5, are found mm-hmm. in the congregation yeah. of the righteous, and we are yeah. if we're in Christ. Yeah, that's good. Just, yeah. yeah. Well, David, thanks for this first uh, episode with the uh, of this series through the Psalms. We'll kind of come back to it uh, in a few weeks again. Um, so I appreciate you being here, part of this. And uh, if you have enjoyed this episode in particular or any of them, I hope you'll share them um, on social media. Uh, Give us a like uh, rating or review that we might uh, have those. um, And I'm not good at this part, but if you uh, will give us a rating review, then uh, share that. If I said anything wrong about trees, (laughs) email chat. Email chat. Uh, Thanks. Appreciate that. There's probably tree people in the audience. Then they'll know more They're than They're going to be like, did. that guy should yes. not talk anymore. About <laughs> <laughs> so leave us a rating or review, and I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the Christ in All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.